to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. And I don't say this enough, but if you listen to this, if you watch it somewhere and you haven't left a review, what is wrong with you? Like, go hook your bro up, leave me a review so the internet knows that we're doing some cool stuff over here. And even if you don't, you can still listen and I'll like you a little bit less, but we'll get through it together. And without anything else taking away from the reason we're here today, I am pumped because I am always searching the interwebs for realtors that that I feel like are doing a great job on social media. And I, I found one. So I hope you guys are ready because I found th- this realtor named Erica Richmond and, and she is on here today. She's ready to tell her story. She was voted one of the top realtors on social media in Nashville, Tennessee. And now, not only does she sell houses, but she's become such a rock star on social media that she actually coaches other realtors on how to leverage Instagram. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Are you, are you excited? Are you nervous? Like, how are you feeling right now? Excited and nervous. <laughs> All the things. I love it. And I love, I love your accent so much. And so, because when I travel and speak, people are like, oh, you're definitely from the South. And yes. you might appear to be even more South than me. I bet I am. So yeah. I love it. Uh, two Southern people talking on a podcast together. And so I want to, I want to start right here, Erica, because you you said before I hit record that like you're nervous right now. Yeah. But oh, yeah. but yet you're here, right? Here. You're present, you're in the game. And so let let's kind of pull the covers back of how how do we teach realtors that feel the way you feel now just about social media in general? Like what does it take for them to to realize that like the fear doesn't go away? You don't get to just wait until it's gone. Right. It's more about overcoming it. Like how, how have you done that in kind of your journey of social media? It's really just like, I know that I get in my own head, but when I'm like watching other people, I'm not critiquing them and judging them like I do myself. And it was like, I'm going to be forever stuck in the same position if I just don't keep saying yes and putting myself out there and doing this. So I feel like we really are just so hard on ourselves when we are all just quickly, you know, we're also busy when we're going through social media anyways. So it's like just really realizing that we are holding ourselves back. So yeah, it, you're totally right. Em- embracing that, like, I care about myself way more than anyone else does. Yeah. And, and so you told me, cause this year you'll celebrate five years in the industry. Right. 
And so I, I asked you, I was like, so were you good at social media? Like before you started and you just started laughing. <laughs> right. And so, right. so take us back to the beginning. Like you, you decide to get into real estate. At what point were you like, Oh, I might need to figure this social media thing out. So pretty early on. So I got licensed November of 2017 and honestly had no idea about real estate was just like surrounded by some other people that I'd seen do really well. So I was like, I want to try this. So they're asking me like, how many code calls have you done? How many doors are you going to knock? How many open houses? And I was so overwhelmed and I just felt paralyzed. And I'm like, honestly, my personality type is not to go out there and yeah. get, but I was like, I know that I could help people in the relationship side of things. Mm -hmm. And so Let's see. I think it was January 1st, 2018. So I'd only been licensed for a couple months. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start like a business Instagram page in the post. I mean, really the whole first probably two years are very cringy to go back and even look at. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm making a step. Let's just try this. And so I actually, the first year of real estate did run Facebook ads because I was just trying anything and everything. Sure. And I realized that I was attracting people, but not my type of people. So mm -hmm. I was like, I want to have more control then it's very hard to reach an audience on Facebook. So I was like, at least on Instagram, I can put myself out there and try to attract people that would like me for me. Yeah. But I was literally just, I love to go back sometimes and just look at my first post or somebody will <laughs> scroll all the way to the beginning and be like, I made it all the way back here. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I need to go back and delete like the whole first year. No, like, I was just posting. Keep I, was it. Like, I didn't even know what to post. There was no strategy. It was like, I think I've even posted like where we went out to eat. I just posted the plate, but I was just trying to like, you know, I'm out here in Nashville. I'm doing something fun, you know? So I really just kind of started posting random things. And then I noticed like, I feel like Instagram wasn't yet what it is today. Sure. Still back in like 2018. So it was kind of like, what am I doing? Everybody's like, Oh, are you trying to be an influencer? What are you trying to do? And everybody hates that word. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just trying to attract clients, you know? So over time, I've gotten more confident and like found the strategies of how to like actually put myself out there in a way that makes sense. But I really yeah. just was showing up, you know? So that, so that, you know, we overthink what advice we should give to people. And <laughs> the greatest advice, honestly, is I was just showing up and yeah. I look like an idiot and I post stupid stuff because everybody wants to be great. Yes. But we only get great by putting in the by putting in the practice. Right. And so where in those first two years of what you called your cringeworthy content, like where were you learning? Like what to do? I mean, were you reading any books? Were you watching anybody on on so like on YouTube or were you were you doing any of that? Or you were just like, I'm just gonna throw stuff at the wall and just pray to the Lord that that something sticks. That's the worst person. People are like, what class did you take? Like what course did you take? And honestly, it was just trial and error. Like I was just going head in first. Like I was just posting pictures, just putting myself out there, showing the houses I was selling, like doing the open houses, like really just trying to look busy and post things that I knew people would want to follow. I feel like we all get so caught up in like, you know, what should I be posting? But you have to yeah. think, what do you like to see? But honestly, it was just teaching myself. And I feel like that's kind of like the beginning stages of seeing what other realtors were doing at the time. But honestly, it was kind of just, let's stick it out there and see what ends up doing well. Yeah. And so, you know, and if a post does a little bit better, you, you get a little bit more encouraged as you go. But honestly, like I need, I have a whole stack of books. I just changed this out, but I, I have a million that I still need to read. So that's on the to-do list, but really just kind of 
So, so what do you remember? Like the moment, you know, at that two ish year mark where like things started to get better, was there a moment that you can definitively remember that was like the light bulb moment where you're like, Oh, this, or was it just over time? Because for those of you that, that are listening and haven't looked, looked Eric up yet, right. You're, you're at almost 19,000 Instagram followers mm-hmm. and, and, and that's not chump change at all. Like that's way more people than you need to be successful in a real, in real estate. And right. so at some point you figured it out. What did, what did kind of that transition look like? I really, I was trying to think the exact person, which I should definitely know this, but the very first lead that I got from Instagram, but I think it kind of gradually happened because I had a couple people message. I think I posted about like a, um, lease to own program, or I don't know if it was ribbon homes or something to try to say, you know, everybody's out here trying to say something, but you know, there's programs out there. And I remember somebody messaging me and I'm like, okay, look, people are seeing this. That I wouldn't, I don't know where they're from or who all is watching. Yeah. Forever. And so it kind of just gave me that motivation to be like, okay people are seeing this and I'm providing value that people are finding helpful. And it just kind of like ignited a fire to keep showing up and keep doing it. And I just remember the one uh, specific client that I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. Like, look how cool I got a lead from Instagram, you know, it's amazing. The ball just kept going from there. And so you got that lead while you were still thick in the, the cringeworthy content. Oh yeah. Which I think is valuable. (laughs) I think that's just so valuable for the listeners. Yes. That, you know, your story isn't, well, once I stop sucking at it, then it worked. Right. We can attract the pe- the right kind of people, even while we're putting out bad content, but authentic content. Right. And that to that client, they did not think that it was bad content because I really right. don't think that they would have even reached out. So that's just me being like, right. oh, I could have done better. And like I said, just being hard on myself to be like, oh, yeah, those first posts were not what I would want to post today, but you know, it got me to where I am and I just kind of had to build up. I feel like it's easy to get on Instagram and see all these successes and what looks like, you know, professional photography, every single image, but people don't see like the consistency and the hard work that's been put in for, you know, years or months to get them to all these Instagram successes, stuff like that. Right. So I'm intrigued by, by, by you in the terms of, you know, a lot of, a lot of realtors just crush real estate by being good at social media you have chosen, which, which some do this as well to, you still do real estate, but you also decided that you wanted to help other realtors be better on Instagram. And so like, why for you, why did you choose to kind of come over into the coaching atmosphere instead of just staying with, you know, buyers and sellers? That's a good question. It really just kind of like naturally happened because people would always message me and ask me questions and I'm all about helping people in any, you know, regard, whether it is to sell a house. Yeah. But I just like, don't think that people truly understand the power of social media and like how much like me being able to do what I did on Instagram could change like your business and which ultimately just, you know, changes everything. So I just kind of feel like I was pulled in a little bit of a different direction and be like, okay, if I, I want you to also be able to attract your style of clients. Cause I feel like running a business is a lot easier if you're working with people that understand mm-hmm. you and choose you for you rather than just like random online leads. And so it just kept trickling into more people asking questions and then brokerages be like, Hey, come teach a class. And then I get up there and I'm like, how am I teaching this class? Like, you yeah. know, it's just what it goes down to. But um, naturally it just kind of happened over time. 
so you said like you hate that people don't understand like how really easy this is to to change their life to change their business what what are a few of those tips right because we have a lot of listeners that are really good at social media we have a ton of listeners that that you know as many episodes of these have they as they've listened to they're still scared to death to do anything so when when you're teaching kind of the beginning of one of your classes what are a few of the tips that you're going that you give to kind of help you know handhold them into taking action well i tried to have them ultimately just decide who it is that they're trying to attract because I feel like the reason people don't post is because they don't know what to post. And that just like holds us back. So it's like, ultimately, who are you showing up for and who are you trying to attract? And what is that style content that they want to see? And we don't have to overthink it. It doesn't have to be some really in-depth video, but I try to break it up into like three different categories, like what real estate style post do they want to see? And then locally where are you or where are you trying to track mm-hmm. them to and then show a little bit about you and i feel like if you sit down and you break down those three categories you could have post for i mean a month's worth of post in 10 minutes of just like breaking it down and you just have to figure out what it is that you're trying to post and that would just help I love get it. started yeah and you just gotta i, I saw I, or I heard somebody say this the other day it said um oh create before you consume because the longer you're sitting on instagram scrolling you just feel like oh my post isn't gonna be as good mm-hmm. you know like you get on instagram app post your post first i and love then, it so that you're just doing something you know i'm like that's my lead Great. generation for the day so i'm like this is me lead that. generating and putting myself out there that's so good create before you consume yep guess okay. what that's gonna get quoted in this episode and you're gonna get credit for it <laughs> oh, so God. who knows who you heard it from i know forget that God. person <laughs> Erica Richmond said that. That told somebody, but he stuck with me because <laughs> I mean, still I post all the time, but I also find myself I'm like, you're scrolling too much, you know. Make sure that mm-hmm. you're showing up for you, and then go support and cheer, you know, other people on as well. But, but that's huge. I've never thought about it like that. But when I hear you say it, and I go, mm-hmm. I'm way more likely to create content first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because by the end of the day, I've consumed a ton of other people's content, and if I'm not careful. I yeah. suck. I'm the worst. I'm nobody likes me. Nope. And I'll do nothing. Right. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So that's so true. Yeah. I'm so is. glad that you made that up so that we can quote you on this episode. That's such a good line for me. <laughs> so, so, so tell me this, Erica, like walk us through like a day in the life of, of not your whole day. Right. But we don't need to know what breakfast looks like. And, you know, when you yeah. take your dogs out, but yeah. like, when it comes to Instagram, honestly, like how much energy do you give to Instagram on a daily basis? Are you posting every day? You know, do you do stories every day, but post every two days? Like kind of talk us through some of that. I'm going to be honest because you can see it on Instagram that I do not post every day. And I feel like there's so many people out there that are like, you have to show up every single day, but that will burn you out so quickly. Mm -hmm. And I just try to like, it kind of ebbs and flows. Some weeks I can do more than others, but I feel like you have, if you're not like feeling it and you're not showing up authentically, then honestly it doesn't really, you know, convey that well. But, um, so on average you post how many times a week in the feed? I try to do like three to four times. I feel like it's just, I I feel overwhelming to people if I'm constantly like posting every single day, or I feel like it doesn't get seen before the next piece of content stories. I do need to show up a little bit more. And like, I just want to tell the people that I go and teach these classes too. Like I am still 
trying to improve just as much as the next person. I feel like I hear so many people saying, if you're not in stories every single day, you're never going to get clients. And like, I still do not show up face to face on stories rarely, like as much as I need to. And I'm like, that did not slow me from getting business. Like if you're not comfortable, yeah, I like preach stepping out of your comfort zone, but ultimately just showing up in any form that you can get yourself out there is still, you know, better than not showing up at all. Well, I, I recorded an episode yesterday with a, with a guy that's a multi, multi millionaire. And, um, I was asking him these types of questions and, and what he said that his like biggest aha moment in life was when he realized that no one knows what they're talking about. (laughs) I believe it. Right. Right. No one knows. And, and so I love that when I'm speaking about social media in front of people, I tell all of them, guys, if I say something not to do, but that's working for you, right? who gives a crap what I think? Right. Keep doing it, right? Yeah. And so we're all just practitioners of this, <laughs> trying to figure out how to make it best suit what we're trying to accomplish. And yeah. so you, I think personally, you need to be more confident in the way you're telling the story. I agree. Not a right or wrong way. You right. and I don't have to do it the same way. And it doesn't make one of us right and one of us wrong. Right. No, you, you have to be I, in so many different ways. Yeah, no, I agree. You have definitely have to figure out what works for you. And at the end of the day, we're trying to attract different people that yeah. have different, you know, styles of consuming content. So yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> so, so yeah. So from now on, next time I hear you on somebody's podcast after this one, I want to hear you just freaking boldly declaring <laughs> what your daily workflow looks like unapologetically. I know because you're crushing it. Well, I appreciate it. You're doing a great job. And, and so in general, are you in stories every day now, whether it's not your face or not, but just, are you posting something in your stories daily? Um, I try to, for the most part, um, yeah, definitely post something. If it's not me, I'm showing something that I'm doing or, you know, sharing a to-do list and kind of like showing me checking those things off so that I am staying like, you know, active and, Getting, I feel I like saw you get to connect with people a little bit easier and Instagram stories is just quicker to reply. So I do try to show up and then, yeah, sorry. And ahead. so let, I want to, I want to quickly talk about something I saw you do today. And then I want to help the listeners see how you could have done it better. Yeah. It would have resulted in me sharing it. Right. Oh, <laughs> you shared, right. It was awesome. I'm going to start doing this. So you shared yes. like a virtual checklist of what you're doing today. Two of them were already checked off. And then one of them said, be a guest on a podcast. And I was going to quickly share it, but right guys. And so this is just me helping us understand the semantics, which make it harder and easier. Right. So I wasn't tagged in it. So I, I was like, oh, I don't have time to like take a screenshot and go read. And then I got to go find you. And then I'm going to tag you. And so I was like, oh, it's fine. I'll just, we'll do something later. But if I would have just been tagged in it, boom, it's in my stories. Now you're in front of my people. Right. And it's just such a simple way. Right. So, so guys, why am I doing this? Because we're the experts and we don't do it the most efficient way all the time. Right. No, I I suck every day at something. Right. Everything could have been better. And, and so that's such a great way guys. So when you go follow Erica, watch the way that she just takes a simple screenshot of, of her you know, virtual to-do list. And what does that do 
for all the people out there who the consumer thinks you're lazy and do nothing, you're letting them see this is what my day looks like. I don't just sit in my pajamas and put lipstick on and show up on a Zoom. All right, I'm putting in the work. So I love that you do that. Thank you. Yeah, and I feel like it gives you something to post when people are like, I don't know what to post. You share what you're going to do Absolutely. and then show you doing it. And it's just like, it builds that trust factor and people get to see a little bit inside of what it's and, like. And you know, without really thinking about it, you are giving yourself, because I think yours had like six different things on it. Technically, that's six different content opportunities that right. you didn't really have to think about that now you can see it on paper and it's like, oh my gosh, right? I, there's so many opportunities to snap a picture, tell a story based on any of that stuff. Right. So Erica, you, I noticed like you, you do a lot of reels and obviously that's kind of like the sexy pick of Instagram right now. And so talk us through kind of just the, the way you coach through reels. How often are you telling other realtors they should be doing reels are, are the, is there a balance between like real estate related content, personal related content? Give us that breakdown. So I, I just started doing reels just a couple months ago. I feel like I was holding off because that's just me not hopping on Instagram stories, like the reels. And I was like, you know what? I'm, this is just me getting in my head. And I was like, honestly though, it is so hard to learn somebody's personality through a post. So I'm sure. like, this is a great way for people to see, like, I do have a funny side to me, you know, like it's, I will show up imperfectly and it's fine. So I, I feel like I've been posting more like three reels a week, just trying to put it out there. Yeah. Sometimes I do on my personal or like on the actual tab and then some just on the reels tab. So I'm trying to still figure all that out. But um, honestly, just seeing like getting inspiration or like even on the reels tab itself, I don't see a lot of realtors, but I'm like, how can I relate this to real estate or how can I put my own spin to it? And I feel like I just go in like creative spurts of like, oh, I have all these ideas. So I literally have like a Trello board and I'll type in these different okay. ideas of things I have and then kind of piece them together with like different sounds. But with Reels, the shorter, the better. So it's like, honestly, doesn't feel like it takes as long to come up with the ideas or to really have to put a ton of effort in because the attention span of people is really short. So um, I, as for how much should you post, I really just... I tell people how often are you able to be, like be consistent with it? Yeah. Um, so I would like to see like two or three and I tell them like, there's ways to do reels that don't have to have you in it. Like do a house tour or show off a place around town that people would love to see if they're coming to visit or considering a move. So there's ways to do it and be more consistent without feeling like you're constantly having to film yourself. So I try to give like a little bit of balance between the two. I love that. And are there, is, is there anybody you follow? that that you kind of gain inspiration from for for any of your content from a creative I'm place trying to think honestly i follow a ton of real estate agents so i don't really have a specific person and i do feel like the humorous side of real estate and just being able to like make light of a situation or make it yeah. relatable is the content that's going to do best but um i'll try to narrow down some if you want to share it after if i can yeah sure we'll put a we'll put links in the show notes yeah um, yeah. but really I just, and then I feel like mixing in a little bit of your personality, you know, getting to show just you without it having to be in a real estate. Cause I feel like people are like, Oh, reels feel so unprofessional and stuff like that. So, but I'm like, people want to be entertained. They want to, you know, they come yeah. to social media to kind of like look at a difference. And you, you know, I obviously like I was do, I was researching you before I asked you to do this. And then after I asked you, I wanted to 
be able to talk specifically about things. And, you know, and so I noticed on, on your Instagram feed, there's pictures of you and your husband traveling. There's (laughs) pictures of you doing all sorts of different things. There's pictures of you and your dogs. And so there's all these little easy ways for me to go, oh, she's married. Me too. Mm -hmm. Oh, she has dogs. Me too. Oh, I've been to that ballpark. Right. So you're giving the audience opportunities to see themselves as like you, which is what we have to be doing on social media to earn people's trust. Right. I feel like when I am like the content I put out is who I'm trying to attract. And so like, I do share like the farmhouse, like that's the thing in Tennessee. Everybody wants a farmhouse. Like I've had like decorated my house about it. And I do post that I'd like to travel. And so the clients that I end up attracting the most love to build farmhouses, love to travel. And we just have these connection points because they've already kind of like came across my profile was like, Oh, look, yes, she sells the houses that I'm looking for, but I'm not the only person that sells farmhouses. They found like another way to connect with me. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of like sealed the deal. They're just like, yeah, you know, they don't care if I'm the very best person for, you know, the top realtor ever or not because they ever, that'd be a pretty sweet title. I'm the top (laughs) realtor ever. But just have like that no like and trust factor already like out there for them to decide. Yeah, you're a good. Fit. It's huge. Yeah. How many realtors have you taught and I've taught that literally have said stuff like, well, I don't want people to know that I travel because I don't want them to think that I'm not working. Right. And uh, when in real life, do we expect someone to like, wait, you don't work 20 hours a day? Right. Oh, then there's no way you can help me. Like, it's crazy. But people for real think that. No, I, I agree. And I'm like, you know what? You're if you sit on Instagram and you act like you've never taken an hour off, then people are going to expect you to never take an hour off. Like if you're showing, like I answer the phone at 1am, 2am, like people are going to expect that. So you have to right. put yourself out there and show them exactly what it's like to work with you so that, you know, so good, but that's what it's like. Yeah. So good. Hey, if you didn't know, like you're good at this, <laughs> if you <Working> needed <laughs> that extra validation today, you, you might have a future in, in, in this stuff. Because none of us know what we're doing. That's the beauty of, of all of it. Right. We're but, all learning from each other. No doubt. And and so I, I, I like to kind of wrap up the show talking about the most painful thing to most people, which is video. Right. right. We talked about real specifically, but just in general, most realtors, most lenders, they have a massive struggle with just being in front of the camera. And you yourself said, you, you've done a lot of stories that you're not present in. And so talk us through like just your own personal journey with like, why do you struggle with video? But then how do you choose to overcome it? Because obviously you're doing it, but it doesn't mean it's because it's easy. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, um, like I said, it was just me holding myself back and I'm like, I, see everybody else being able to confidently get on there and do it. I'm like, it's just me staying in my head. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to like people, I saw this other day. It said something like you only know what you're trying to say. So like, if you get on a story and you're like, man, I wanted to say something different. The other person doesn't really know what you were trying to say. So we're just still like critiquing ourselves in that sense. But um, I'm still working on confidently showing up on story and videos. I feel like reels in my opinion are easier because it's still like me kind of behind like a sound or me being able to edit it. So like going live is difficult. It's not, you know, I'm not as confident. you like, Oh, I'm live. If I yeah. Say something wrong. There's it's on there, you know, but I feel like just telling myself 
this is my like best way at connecting with somebody and them getting, cause like if they never heard your voice or never gotten to like see anything other than a picture of you, they don't feel like they can relate to you as much. So I just had to just tell myself just to do it. Just do it. Just do that, it. That it, it guys, for those listening, like this truly is the greatest advice to, to take action, do something. So with, with the do something mindset to kind of wrap up this episode, Erica, like if you can give one piece of advice to the people listening in regards to Instagram, what, what is the one thing that you would encourage them to take action on moving forward from this episode? I would just challenge them. I would say do something that steps yourself out of your comfort zone. So if you're not already showing up on video or if you're not even posting pictures of yourself, like I challenge you to just post it and see how much you'll gain from that. Just putting yourself out there and doing one thing, just start with one thing it. that you weren't comfortable doing and kind of building from there. Cause you'll see that it wasn't as scary as you really thought it was going to be once you do it. And look at this. You just said, just post it. <laughs> I have, I have stickers. I need a sticker literally that, for myself sometimes. Just post it. Say, just post it. Yeah. Because it's like we get in our heads and then once we do it and then it's like, you're like, oh, nobody saw it. Nobody did this, but you'll run into them at the store. You'll run into them out and they'll be like, oh, I saw that really posted or, oh, I saw that picture. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think anybody even saw what I did or you right. know, people are watching and people are, you know, we, we are holding ourselves back. So really you're not going to get the business if you're not posting so you just do it it's so good <laughs> this has been so great you well, crushed you. this thank you so so tell us because we'll put all this in the show notes you you do some coaching you do speaking like how can people find you what what offerings do you have tell the people what they want to know um all of my social media is erica richmond realtor so it's all of that branded across. Um, okay. I just kind of started like a mentor Facebook group where it's kind of like we can help each other out, but I give like strategies and tips on how to improve or break down how to do a real. There's people that don't know how to do real. So I'm kind of doing a little bit more of a hands-on and a mentorship. And then I also um, offer like one-on-ones and brokerage trainings. I love it. And so that Facebook group, is it is it a paid group or is it a free group for realtors to join? It is a paid group right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, just trying to piece it all together. Gotta make yeah. that money. I mean, come Gotta on. Make that money. <laughs> well, we we will have all that in the show notes for everybody. This okay. this has been great. I love well, it. Thank you, thank you so me. much for yeah. for being on the show. Yeah, I'm excited that we got to connect. Look me too. To following along and seeing what all you do. The the first of many things that we may do together over the years. Who knows? You never know. The power of social media. <laughs> That's right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be back real soon with another cool person with an even cooler story. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in 
and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.